welcome to the After Show for Rebel. We have a special guest. John Singleton is in the building. Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. All right. We're opening up to one of John Singleton's songs, Rihanna, Dimes in the Sky. Welcome, John, in the building. Yes. Woo! Film director, screenwriter, producer. Hello, my name is Ava Hill. You can find me at the Ava Hill on Instagram. I don't have a Facebook or a Snapchat or Twitter, but that's okay. You can find me on Instagram. Everyone, introduce yourselves. Hey, guys, I'm Lanisha. Yes, we are returning from the quad, and we are doing Rebel All Together as well. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Lanisha underscore 33. Hey, guys, my name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Everything ah, at TK Trinidad. She's connected. Yeah. And I'm D'Angelo. Follow me on Twitter or Instagram at D'Angelo. It's D E A N J I L O. Yes, D'Angelo is holding down the man position on I'm the panel. You're not the only one today, though. Yeah, you're yeah. not the only one. We have a special guest, John Singleton, um, film director, screenwriter, producer, and Rebel is yours. So um, I have to say, there is a quote that you said on The Daily Show, and I absolutely loved it. You said, I wanted to show a black woman kicking ass. Can you explain that? Well, I just figured that, you know, (laughs) you have so many, many sisters on TV, and in real life, I'm just feeling really marginalized right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I felt that, that, you know, the black women in America really need to see some, a character that was empowered, um, that could kick ass, uh, physically and intellectually, and just had a whole other level of soul, you know. Yeah. That that, mm-hmm. that I had that I haven't seen on television at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, really, like you know, it's kind of a it should be a catharsis for the women, at least specifically the black women of America. I'm sure all women will like it, but I'm looking at the black women of America. They look at this and be like, okay, I want to be like her, or right. I know somebody like her, or you know, that's just you know, like yeah. they can see yeah. themselves in that character. So right. that's what we're looking at. Beautiful. So to elaborate on the uh, first episode, it's a pilot. And basically to break it down, Rebel, who's the lead character, she's a detective. And she basically kills her partner, who she also works with. She didn't kill him. No, um, she shot, no, shot him. No, shot him. I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> sorry. She killed him, guys. I'm sorry. She oh shot him um, in order to protect her brother from uh, being killed. And that ends up not really working out the way that she had planned. He ends up getting killed. And then, you know, the story kind of goes into her, um, you know, trying to solve, uh, you know, what really went down with her brother and just trying to make sure that he, you know, gets the justice that he deserves. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, what in mind, when you cast Danielle um, Truitt, I'm not sure if I said the... the, Danielle Monet Truitt. Um, What did you like about her to cast her in that that lead? She just has so much flavor and, and, and style and soul to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was kind of like, you know, rough, you know, mm-hmm. in a, a kind of like slightly ratchet way, the way she played the character. <laughs> yeah. And we, and, you know, we were like, you know, they're looking at established actresses and stuff, and, you know, honestly, you know, they said, you know, and I was like, damn, you know, I mean, I guess I'm interested so I can say what I want to say. Like, we were in the room, all, the producers and myself, and I was like, man, we, we can't just have no, like, same old like these old bitches we gotta make a new bitch here. Oh, <laughs> alrighty that's what, then that's what we said privately uh-huh. that's okay. the first time I ever said that in the world okay. and so we're like okay well shit and I said so she came in and read and she was so good and I was like looked at her and I said you a real black girl yeah <laughs> and what, what I said I, I feel you I feel you I feel, and she, you know she, she comes out of theater and she just sang and she does musical theater oh, nice. and when she told me that I was like well shoot you know that's how Taraji Henson was before she did Baby yeah. Boy. She mm-hmm. did theater all mm-hmm. around and stuff. She, Taraji, people don't know, tra- traveled the world doing different shows, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. dancing and singing and doing different musicals around the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, and so when you do that and you study that way, you you know what your instrument is as an actor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, you know, you can just flow and you mm-hmm. do anything, you know, especially if you're working with people that you trust. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm personally thankful for my musical theater background and starting that way because it just yeah, makes we you. About that. Yeah. yeah, it makes you very versatile for a lot of things um, in the industry you're able to apply mm-hmm. um, to. So, 
something else that I also noticed was there's a lot of new actors like Danielle. She hasn't really mm-hmm. been seen before. Um, did you also want to give, um, I guess, actors a, a, a chance in a platform through this show? Well, it was just it was just really just wanting to do something that had never been seen before. Mm-hmm. And so and having play people that if you have new actors and established actors who haven't played a certain type of part, then you have something totally new. Yeah. Right. Because you know I mean? we have established actors in here. We mm-hmm. have Giancarlo Esposito, and we have Michael T. Williamson, but they haven't played these types of roles. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then the new people that are here, you're, you're not watching the actor, you're watching the characters. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like Meth, he's never played a part like this before. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's like, you know, he's a, um, he's a, he's an army, uh, army vet, and then, um, and he's like, um, you know, he, he's her husband. They're still married in the mm-hmm. show. They're still married in the show. They have they're separated, but he's never, you know, he's never been called upon to do this kind of stuff. And now, like looking at him here, you know, he's leading man material. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean? Yes. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely you know influential because um, you know a lot of actors in the business they think, well, I don't have a lot on my resume to kind of get that lead role from off top. But see, it's, I don't, it's I don't work inspiring. like that. You've yeah. seen everything I've done. I've always knew. Giving people chances. Yeah. 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 When people come in, they're looking at the movie, the story, the characters. They're not looking at the actors. And then, you know, and everyone I pretty much worked with have just gone on to, you know, everyone else wants to use them after I've used them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, casting um, Method Man, Mm -hmm. how was was that? Was it, uh, did you guys talk about the project before? Did he come in and read and you were like, this is the part for you? I've known Meth like, 25 years man I mean like, oh, okay. he's like from you know from my generation you know you know he, you know the, the people in music like like Snoop and, and and Cube and Pac and stuff like this like and um he just he just got that he has he's always had that flavor and when he he made the transition to acting way way back mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we always were like we gotta do something together and then it just never came together mm-hmm. so this was the right time I was like okay I got to have you in this and I'm, I promise you people will look at you in a whole different way after this. He said, mm-hmm. okay, let's see. And he's like, so he's happy now. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. The response yeah. he's getting, you know, the response he's getting from the crowd, you know, the ladies are loving him. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yes. Put him on the map. Put him we on did that scene, um, we did a scene, the scene that we did with her, with her and him and the pilot, it was the first time he ever had a love scene. It's her time too. She's like, "Oh wow, oh, wow!" Like, really? Yeah, like, we were I, she, talking about that. She was like, "I always had a crush on him." And he's like, "Wow!" New information right on After Buzz exclusively. And he, and he was, he was, he was, he was nervous too. I said, "Man, okay, he's got this." And it was funny because we're doing it and the scene and stuff, and I'm putting in all this. I'm, it's in the script, but I'm also changing it up and everything. And I'm like, you know, so I had him push her against the wall. And then, you know, um, and, and he bites her ear and he kisses her neck and everything and stuff. And uh, um, when he pushes her against the wall, because they were in the war together, I had him whisper in her ear, like, at ease, soldier. Oh, wow. And then he picks her up. Tur- she, she, he, he turns around. She s- pushes him away. It's like that, that dance, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? That dance before lovemaking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. He picks her up in there and he... Those are across under the bed. <laughs> Excellent scene. Excellent. 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 My direction. And McKelty, I don't know if I pronounced that right. McKelty Williamson, who plays Renee Knight, is that correct? Michael T. Williamson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, what, um, I guess, what what brought you to cast him in that role as well? Just, he's, he's a great actor. Everything he's ever been in has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's L.A. native, and he has... He has a gravitas to him, mm-hmm. um, and I, he's like, for me, he was on this show. He was like what Fishburne was on Boys in the Hood, like the yeah. veteran actor. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I really late, yeah, like, yeah. that could officiate over all the newbies, yeah. uh-huh. and they go to him for advice. And um, T, I call him T. He just, he's just a really, really giving uh, artist, like right? That so I think that, um, like outside of me, he was that guy when, when he's working. Who, who be like keeping it real on the set like hey this is what we're trying to do this is the level of that we're trying to make this show you know and to have respect for the soul of what we're trying to do he was he was really the father of the the actors and you know not just rebel but the father of kind of the show mm-hmm. right yeah Quick, yeah can I, can I yeah on the question yeah uh, we were talking about this i was curious about 
the like some of the casting decisions I thought it was like because it's such a very black show mm-hmm. it was interesting that Rebel's closest friend was Asian like mm-hmm. what was the thought process behind that like I liked it because but... um, it's the Bay I mean like the Bay like people that Asian folks in the Bay are like they <laughs> yeah. like us no, yeah, they're yeah, a whole yeah. different thing yeah. man. People, mm-hmm. if you're from the Bay you know exactly what I'm talking about mm-hmm. but people from other places like hmm, say they talk like us they act like they, they got flavor mm-hmm. and so you know when Angela Coe came in you know, we had we cast other actresses and we're trying to people. We had to have somebody that had that had been around black folks, just right? Right. About, right. And so she's just like, you know, she used to live in Atlanta. So when she came in and she just started talking, and she's great because she is funny and is not even aware that she's funny. <laughs> so there's a lot of things that she does that's funny, that's like she doesn't even know she's making everybody laugh. Oh, wow. And so I had to mind that so not to make her self-conscious of mm-hmm. it. Right. Just to do it. But to yeah. still bring it out to use right. it so yeah, she exactly, can use yeah. it the right way. Do you guys have any other... Um, we have a question on the live chat. So uh, Black Jones says... Uh, Black Jones. <laughs> really? I can't with that name. Really? Black too, Jones? Okay, Black, Black Jones. Black Jones. What's up, Black Jones? Uh, my question for John is, if, the, if you're involved with the new CW series Black Lightning premiering for fall and spring or Black, Black Panther, which is coming out in 2018... No, I'm not. I'm not. Those are other productions. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I do want to ask about I do want to ask about Snowfall though mm-hmm. that yes. you are involved that is another one of your uh, creations sure, right? Created, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's going to be on FX on FX right? yes um, so yeah tell us a little bit more about that one Snowfall is a is a show it's on FX Networks coming out this summer It um, it's about how Los Angeles was tra- uh, changed because of, the, of cocaine you know, mm. the cocaine. Like, we, we hear all these stories over and over again about Miami, what it was in the 80s, Scarface, Adam Venom, Miami Vice, and all that stuff. There was a huge pipeline coming up from South America to Miami, right? Mm. But no one has told the story until now, until this show, about how the cocaine pipeline on the West Coast was created and how it affected mm. so many different types of people. Yeah, that you know, is true because Miami and, and also um, New York, we always hear the story there. Yeah, but, yeah, but New York, yeah, on. the New York stuff came from Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted to get coke in L.A. in the early 80s, it would have to go through Miami. People would drive it in vans across the country mm-hmm. and they hear yeah. it. They won't fly it again until until these uh, uh, certain forces in the government started financing um, covert wars in Central America against communism um, in El Salvador and um, and, and um, and uh, Nicaragua and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they needed they needed capital to buy guns and weapons, so they found a way to do it by selling selling cocaine. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's be a, some little, lessons learned, right? right. right. history on so that. It know. trickles down from you know the government to the streets. Yep. Wow! Because once cocaine is like cheap, then people like you know people have access to it mm-hmm. and start finding a way. Like, wow, well, you know, we can take this stuff and we can mix it with baking soda, and and, and it's like Renumerative. It's like you know you can you could you could have more money <laughs> than you ever ever yeah. ever yeah. Wow. Well, it's so. obvious that you like to have your your projects be really authentic. I mean, you really take actual situations and you apply them to uh, to what you do. And so, going back to Rebel, um, I noticed the affiliation with um, kind of the Black Lives Matter movement and how Black people kind of. Um, our relationship, I guess, with the police. And then you have Rebel, who's, you know, not only a cop, but she's also African-American. So um, what, I guess, did you want to get across to audience members um, when it comes to a cop who's black and then having to kind of dance between the two lines of being a cop and kind of, you know, trying to stay in that line and then also being a citizen and a person of color? Those are three lines, too. Black, female. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, I right. I just really wanted to... Just really want to have it be a lot of different conundrums for the character that were really rooted in reality. I mean, like you know, she's she's been even before she was a cop, she was within the system. She was in the military, right? So you know, um, you know, she's a soldier. Yeah. You know, and um, just really, and, and that comes with a whole lot of other baggage, you know, and especially being a female and everything. And so she comes back, and she's dealing with you know what she saw over there, but she's also in, in this in this department. And to have this event that happens with her brother, you know, and, you know, she's she's feeling betrayed by the people within, you know, her own professional family. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then she has to make decisions about, okay, what am I going to do? 
you know, what are my priorities now? Yeah. You know? And I guess um, also, you know, it, I've noticed, or I noticed how strong she is to go from being a war veteran to then being a detective after that. Because normally, I don't know if I would have been able to, you know, yeah. take on that job after, um, you know, being in war. So what uh, what made you want to put that history on her character? Um, well, the, the character has kind of like its roots in, 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 in a... In a, in a genre film genre that was as hasn't really been mined in many years it's called film noir and those films were made like post-war after world war ii from after war ii after 1945 to as i say the mid-50s there were a lot of films that came out that were they were detective stories you know um some of them like the big sleep and maltese falcon you know actors like humphrey bogart and um and um dick powell and um and, and um just you know, different actors, you know, like, you know, um, uh, another one, Asphalt Jungle. And they, they were films about, like, they were predominantly white men. They were always a white guy who was a war veteran who went into the police department. And then, he, at being disillusioned with the police department, he goes into into private investigation. So he always had ties in the police department, but he always had issues with the police department. So I wow. said, okay. I can not just take the style of the shooting of the film noir, I can take the conventions of that character and apply it to a black woman who was a war veteran who goes in. Wow. Dissolution. And it's just, that's how you got Rebel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another question for um, online. CC Freak. These names. Okay. All right. Out. All um, right. So uh, he wants he wants to know if there's. If there's he, he wants to know. Well, CC I'm just assuming. Uh, ask John if there's uh, more difficulty in working on t- a TV series versus movies. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's it's a give and take on everything. You know, when you, whenever you're doing this stuff, it's it's a give and take on everything. TV, depending on the network. Um, there's a lot of things you, you can do and can do depending on the sensors, and right? Depending on you know what network is on, you know. So um, I mean that would be the different different thing of it. Yeah. Well, what about um, obviously the industry has changed a lot from years ago. What is like the biggest change that you've noticed when it comes to making films and TV um, shows versus now? Well, TV is just a lot more risk taking than film. Mm-hmm. Film, they like they're nervous. They're so nervous to offend anybody. You know, you got mm-hmm. that one shot to like, like and you're investing millions of dollars to show everyone in the world this thing. So you have to be a filmmaker of of, of merit or a new filmmaker doing something at a very low budget that is challenging. They really want to make sure everybody goes to see that film. So you have a lot of films that are kind of same. They like they they're not really challenging to the, the, the people or anything like that. But TV. They just go balls out. They like we don't give a fuck. Like make, 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 make people shocked, so shocked or whatever that they got to come back and tune in, yeah. or, or they're gonna order it, or they're gonna buy it, and they're gonna talk to their friends about. It. So television is just and and I've always made films that were in that vein. It's just like you, you watch my films over and over again because you're like, I can't believe they put this in a movie. Yeah. So television is for me. It's like okay, I want people to watch my shows and I want them to be able to watch it again and again and again mm-hmm. and get something different out of it just like so for me it's just the same thing yeah well there's like a ton of relationships on the show that I want us to get into when it comes to um, uh, Rebel's father and um, his wife that is deceased mm-hmm. um, so what made you uh, kind of put the story that way um, versus her actually being in the show because um, it just it, it adds weight to the character you know when we do anything we talk about backstory we talk about mm-hmm what makes a character who they are and so her her mother dies when she's 12 years old which mm-hmm. we'll explore later on and mm-hmm. you know her mother had a drinking problem mm-hmm. um, she also you know was out in the streets and everything she's just a really wild ruthless soul so the character has shades of the mother mm-hmm. within her and you'll notice that Danielle plays her mother yeah. Yeah. right yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we noticed that last I was like wait is that the same yeah She's good. She's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's beautiful. It's like, you know, to see this the the this young actress just go for anything I throw at her. She was up to the challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And I also like how she kind of took on the role of taking care of her brother because you know yeah. the mother was she becomes, right. She becomes, yeah. Right. The sister becomes the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why when he goes, when he dies, she feels even more bad. You know, and she to see in the next episode. She he was into some stuff that she had no. 
she didn't she wasn't even aware of and um you know just to, you know give you a little hint of it and she's really really Are we upset. A hit? She, yeah but she just in the next episode sec, episode two you see she learns more about her brother than she bargained for mm-hmm. oh, she's mm-hmm. trying to find out well, why was he out there right right you know and all this stuff Right. So do you think, I don't know, maybe I'm making a tiny prediction. Do you think that she'll probably regret risking her career for her brother since she doesn't really know his whole... I can't whole... tell you. I can't tell you. Ah, yeah. Man. Well, if I tell you, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we gotta, I got to watch the next week and keep on talking about it. I know. Yeah. And, and you got to have Danielle in here, man. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, we yeah. Yeah. would love to have her. She's scheduled yeah. to come in. I want to cut... Oh, go ahead. I thought it was an interesting angle that character Mac, who ended up first shooting the brother before he was killed, just that his dialogue with rebel later talking about he admitted basically his mistake but he's like i can't i can't afford to do that you know what i mean like that was an interesting angle about like from when it comes to cops and just covering up like they're human they make mistakes like Mm -hmm. i just what um i guess what was the vision behind how you guys wanted to capture that or his character specifically just that he's a interesting sensitive dude you know with his own personal flaws and so he's he's dealing with the fact that that he knew this kid like, yeah. like why did I even shoot like yeah. you know why did it you know and then it makes you ask that question about you know actual you know reality when it comes to this you know the situations that we've had with cops and yeah. you well, know the do dialogue they... the dialogue the dialogue between um, them him and his brother in the at the bar right right yeah. at the well, bar that was, that was very like exactly and like, so he's he's sitting there and he's like I regret doing what I did and and I know him you know he was yeah. he wasn't mm-hmm. a bad kid so right. I. Looking at that, I I asked myself, I wonder if cops really, in real life, if they really have a sense of regret for, you know, what they choose to do, and if they're covering themselves for their career, or, you know, do they feel, you know... Well, I think one question I do have is almost like a choice. So, um, with um, her brother, he turns around, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a lot of the the stuff that we've seen in the last maybe year and a half, Mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those situations where, you know... People, people on the other side on the aisles, like, well, just put your hands up. They're not going to do anything. And it's kind of like he almost instinctively knew, it, even if he was facing them, he was going to die either mm-hmm. way. So he was going to die while like running to his sister. Like, what was your, you know, how did you come up with that idea, or what was behind that scene? I, mean, I wasn't really thinking about it, intellectualizing it. I just, I said, okay, I'm going to do it like this, and we're in an alley again, and this is this. Honestly speaking, I was like, okay. Another alley, got another blackhead dying. I'm gonna one up what I did in Poison Hill with Ricky dying. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm trying to make people cry even more. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's that yeah, was that, my note to myself. Yeah. That scene was. It was yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was powerful. I was like, I've yeah. been here before. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. going through my head, seeing that, I was like, did they have to unload on him? Like, you know what that, I mean? It's yeah. like just that, and then how the body reacts to that, and yeah. then falls. So yeah. yeah. Good well, job because it was very powerful. On yeah. it. And then you just mentioned Everybody you've been cries. right, yeah. and you and you just mentioned you've been here before. So you did it. That scene in Boys of the Hood was was twenty something years ago. Yeah, but now, I did it in a different way here. Right, I shot mm-hmm. it a totally different way. But yeah. the fact that we're still dealing with those issues, issues. today, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? I, I mean, I know I know you can't solve everything in like you know one a TV show, a TV show. <laughs> yeah. But you know, have you? Do you think? Um, race relations or police relations with um, black folks in LA or in California has improved or you think it's still we're still in I the same place? I think it has improved in Los Angeles mm-hmm. it had to I mean after the LA riots right. and everything and stuff um, but I can't speak for everyone, everything else yeah it's yeah it's a top, it's, that topic is yeah that's yeah. a tough one <sighs> yeah, because, and yeah. Then, go, go ahead. Oh, no go ahead what I was going to say is back to um, the conversation that the cops were having in the bar the brothers you know one is feeling um, sad and, and regret for shooting him and, but yet the other one still sees like a criminal black kid mm-hmm. right. so one is right. saying oh I know him he's this nice kid and the other one's like well he probably would have ended up dead anyway right, right. Or, right. you know what I mean and so, that's just you know people of color fighting for equal rights mm-hmm. and, and earlier today um, on uh, Maria Menounos' show you were elaborating on how people of color, um, how we shouldn't really put it out there like we deserve equal rights. We do deserve equal rights because we're just simply human. Can you kind of elaborate on that? I really liked I that said, quote. I, I know I butchered when, it, but I say when you when you have to say you know we need equal rights, you're asking someone, you're giving someone power over you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not about asking somebody for anything. You you know you are who mm-hmm. you are, and you know just as a human being, you have you. All of us are equal. You know, this whole thing about, I always think that a whole thing about um, racial inequality or, you know, different um, things, it's all about 
really uh, creating a kind of a kind of a, a social system that allows people to exploit other people for for economic things. Just that that's why we had slavery because they had to find a workforce to, to open up the new world to build all this mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So they had to have slavery. You know what I mean? I mean, in their mind, they had the slaves because mm-hmm. otherwise they had to pay everybody. The, the new the world wouldn't have moved on as, as quick as it Nothing would have been built right. in, in the Americas. I'm not talking about like the United States. I mean, South America, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so, um, like what Richard Pryor has a good quote. He says, all that racism is just about some motherfucking cash. Mm-hmm. He says, everything else is out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't say, yeah, that is true. Can't say nobody today. is like pure anymore and everything because everybody done fucked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's mixed. It doesn't matter. You go to 23andMe and find out, you know, you know, white people going to 23andMe and find out like, oh my God, I'm half black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, when it comes to um, Rebel's um, partner um, who is named Thompson on the show, mm-hmm. Mac, um, Mac, Mac. Mac. Um, what I guess for him to actually be in that situation um, and and reenact that was it tough for him? Did he have empathy for I guess um, rebels? Uh, I guess troubles with that, um, like in reality, like trying to get into that character. How yeah, was I it mean, tough for him? No, I'm his actor. Just did what I asked him to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, True. Might be a question for True. So, who decided yeah. on the dynamic as far as him and Rebel like, like sleeping together that one time, like right. adding mm-hmm. that element? That into was that. us trying to like really like make it so that because she's just like you know this later on in the scene when they ask her those questions, it's really to create some more conundrum for for her to have to get over because you know she's like hey, you know it wasn't nothing you know she's like she's like chef she's like yeah okay yeah right. it's not yeah. like somebody you know marginalized me it's like you know he's still fainted for you know what I'm saying she's just like she's like a dude she's like okay yeah well yeah I have to ask the ladies on this panel Mm -hmm. though so if you had a partner right that you had been with Mm -hmm. and then you guys got in the situation where you're at a scene and it ends up being your brother and then you're having to kind of pick between you know, two people, right. um, which is, it's obviously going to be your brother, but um, I don't know, could you get over, like, would would there be an extra layer of emotion there because you guys were involved previously? Or, like, no, what would my, you... That's my family. Period. Period. Yeah. I think there would be an extra layer of emotion, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I, was in I, think, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you 100%. Been, it would be an extra, um, some extra emotion, but towards the fact that right. you... You really shouldn't have done this. You know right. what I mean? Like, I even see, you of all people, right. like, that's the what, right. more emotion I would have towards it. Exactly. And I think that's how I would feel is, like, you know, obviously you've met my brother. We've been involved. So why would you even, after I've said that this is my brother, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't he, he doesn't have a gun on him right now. Don't shoot him. Yeah. So the fact that he did that anyway, I right. just don't know how I would bounce back emotionally from the fact that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think. Um, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, I think in that in that particular situation, would look like to me, you know, because even though you know they've been intimate, they are partners, so yeah. they, they had conversations, and it seemed in like that moment he was going through like, almost like a PTSD type yeah. thing, and mm-hmm. she sensed that. Yeah. So you know, because she could have killed him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. she was close enough to to yeah. kill him, but mm-hmm. she wanted to stop him from killing her brother. So right. that in, in actual, and she killed him in the right spot from watching a lot of other cops movies. Yeah, yeah, she could have killed. She could have shot him in a place where he wouldn't have been able to walk. Mm-hmm. Right. So she shot him in a place where he's still able to walk. So it was just more of a man. I, can, I don't know if I could ever. Whew, well, she, you need to go to the range, girl. Let's I, go. No, I'm 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 good. I'm good on that. Oh, um, oh Ava. So I guess, you, don't think you, you don't think you could have shot him? No, I just I don't know. I have I just I, guns just yeah. I, just, just I just can't. Just, just pass I can't it on. Do just, pass it, just pass just, it on. I just there's something uh, about even holding a gun. It just have you ever held one me out. Um, I go, have. Yeah. I have. I went hunt. I went hunt. That's not. We're gonna take Long Ava. Time to her. Ago. We're, we're gonna take you to the to the range. There's one up in Burbank next week. I got you. Let's okay. Go. Okay. I'm a little nervous. Like up the street. Well, Just what don't about pointing um, in the right direction? Don't have her fly back by Kevin Hart and ride along. I know. Honestly, I probably would. I probably would. Uh, <laughs> you have jokes. As long as we have it on tape, then we're good. Oh, no. No. no question. This. My goodness. Well, I guess what I want to do is kind of go down the panel and. see what your favorite scenes were and why and if you have any more questions that should be fun 
Yeah, I have I have two. Um, the first one, like kind of in the beginning, when she was going to that guy, um, I guess the, he had raped someone. Um, it's just a full a room full of men and then oh, white men and that, and she was she yeah. whooping ass and holding. But even before that, just holding her own mm-hmm. against them. You know what I mean? And, and being able to to stand up to them and talk to them any kind of way that she wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And then also the other scene where <laughs> later on her friend uh, got her involved in some stuff with their with her marriage or whatever, and got her kidnapped basically because then the the guy that killed the friend's husband um came after Re- well rebel was going after him she was looking for him so then mm-hmm. he noticed that whatever kidnaps her she's strung up on something and then she gets down pipe, and she's yeah. like knocking on the pipe waiting for them to come back and right swinging that old thing around and getting everybody i was like yes like you say you did what you wanted to do show a black woman kicking ass and exactly. for us yeah. to enjoy it and oh, yeah. those are my favorite parts i, 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 I love it because the feedback i'm getting is like sisters are watching the whole show and they, they're doing what they do when they watch my movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> Talk yeah. Play yeah. that back. Play yeah. that back right now. Oh yeah, my that's God. funny. Yeah. Thank no. God for DVR now. I know, right? <laughs> All right, TK, what's your favorite? Um, I... I love the character in general and what I love too on top of that I don't, I don't know if you notice you guys um, notice because you know like Marvel characters or even like you know comic book characters the women are always sexed up in the what typical like typical like they're wearing heels they're wearing right this is a clothing. great point yeah and it's kind of like you're doing both like she can look Sexy, yeah. sexy, and then mm-hmm. she can put on like some Timbos and you know still do and her some job. cornrows, right. which I love, by the way. Yeah, the hairstyle, like every yeah. all the little details, especially um, being a black woman and dealing mm-hmm. with all those. Like some days you don't feel like wearing heels, some days you feel like wearing Timbos and still doing your right. job. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, some days you don't feel like doing your hair. You can rock a fur. Like there's so much variety to it. Yeah. It's really appreciated yeah. because you don't it's see detail. that. It's mm-hmm. all detail. Yeah, it's all yeah. Stuff that we really, we really, really work hard on those little minor details. Yeah. To like have, yeah, you know, and making it work is I, I realized that there hadn't been a, a black woman on TV with um, natural hair that had like just more than one hairstyle. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we went yeah. for like mm-hmm. eight. Yeah, in the episode. Yeah, know? yeah, because yeah, if you notice, there are a couple hairstyles that I love. The high mm-hmm. bun she had yeah. was yeah. really pretty, yeah, the and then That's what a lot of yeah, I loved that. And then yeah. the cornrows, of course, and then the braids too. Just yeah. the braids, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's, do that tomorrow. Yeah, like, the princess you know. braids. But that's yeah. the thing, though. It's like exactly what you're saying. If you notice, if somebody, if somebody's you know natural, all they rock is the fro. Right. right, and if yeah. they're this, then all they rock is that. Yeah. And it's just right. kind of like we are so Very. much. We have yeah. so much more to that. Like you know, you can. Look, I bet you, if you take out all our driver's license, it's probably a different hairstyle than what <laughs> right. we're rocking right now. Yeah. Actually, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you know, we're just so versatile, and it's just really great to see that portrayed on television. It's just black and, girl magic, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, yeah. her wielding yeah. a gun. Like I'm all, I'm all about that assassin stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be it. out here like rebel. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get my guns out. You have a, we, <laughs> they have jokes, guys. Yeah. Okay, D'Angelo, we your favorite. But well, before scene. we get to D'Angelo, y'all, oh. you, you guys are gonna figure out our dynamic. Watch the quad. Oh yes, y- y- y'all know uh, that. TK and I, we have Ava a. Needs some help. She doesn't love me yet. She says we barely know each other, but we have a love. Exactly. We have a love hate love 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 relationship. No, just like just like across the board. <laughs> she loves me. Um, so D'Angelo, your favorite scene? Any more questions? My favorite scene. I I will say you have more than one. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, my favorite scene, though, I would say, I really the when I got when we got insight into uh, rebels and Gina's uh, dynamic, that scene right after um, the funeral where she's just going through it, mm-hmm. uh, like just yeah. just yeah, when her hair was everywhere, yeah, it was yeah, just that like, was really good. And you would see like her knock down the lamp and then Gina would pick it up, like just right, right. seeing the I don't know I don't know many friends that like would go through all that for one, but also just uh, seeing her versatility because she's a badass the whole time, you know what I mean? Right. But, but her heart was killed and her for, yeah. for her to show yeah. that. Was like it was just I just really like not didn't enjoy the scene but from a from a critical perspective Emotional. I really appreciated right. it mm-hmm. and, and it had Joe Scott's music over it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it really yeah. set the tone for your mood which yeah. I really like yeah. I also just as a guy I, my family's like this so like I, at the the very beginning when the brother and the father were kind of going you know yeah. they yeah. would talk they were going at each other but that was like their way of showing love and yeah. then also we saw it later with um, Charles and. Um, and Renee Knight, uh, they were just kind of like we show appreciation to each other by talking about each other a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was I, that made me feel akin to the to, to the show because I was like, oh, that's how we are. So nice, yeah. Nice. Well, I also kind of want to touch on the fact that um, rebels, well, they're separated, but he brought his girl to her brother's funeral. So. TJ knees. Ugh. 
Let's talk about that. I want to hear from from my ladies first <laughs> because I have I have all types of opinions about that. But mm-hmm. you know, go ahead, open. I don't, the I don't know how I feel about it because in the funeral at that, in the, like, yeah, it's come like, on, son, that is still your wife, but yet they are separated. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm torn between. And then the, the girlfriend had the nerve to be like, um, "Did she have something to but say?" But here's the. But then if she is a legit <laughs> girlfriend. And you are not together. You maybe you're They're here out together. of support. They are not together but anymore. At the funeral, though, I think but, I have the answer. Uh oh, what's the answer? I think okay, what is, dating what is guru. It? She's the dating guru anyway. So what is it? T- what is I it? I think what happens. Rebel knows that she's boss. Like if she wants to have TJ back, she can get TJ back. But you still I, don't think it's moralistically well, wrong to bring your current <laughs> girl to your ex or to your separated? Here, you, you, I'm, I'm telling you the answer. Right. So, so like, far, I don't like it. it well, you, we already <laughs> know that you, 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 we already know there's a lot of things you don't like. For instance, so you did the interview. You found out that John likes diamonds, the song. Yes. Right? So what did you put in the intro? Diamonds. Exactly. You know something about him. Right. Right. You apply that to the personality. You you, you based off of certain things. You you kind of. I took notes. Up, yeah. You pick up I things about notes. people's personality. Right. So TJ's not new. So she she didn't act surprised when he brought her. Yeah. Okay, so then But then she also knows that he still has her key, right? Okay. So So then speaking of that great segue, um <laughs> you did that for me, not D'Angelo. Um so I should get a raise, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that though, um when they sleep together, how They didn't sleep together. They made love. Oh, well, like oh, okay. Well, excuse me. <laughs> So what was what were your thoughts on that? Because I was really confused because it's like they still have a relationship, they're separated, but then he has a girlfriend. Just, just like set, set what is going on, John? Send over the rope to her. It's just complicated. It's just complicated. Happens sometimes. Oh my god. She she John. Come on. She's she's been a little, little Okay, so would you guys be okay with that kind of dynamic? My, for me answering the question, like I'm not looking at it from Rebel's point of view point of view but what from point his of point of view it? like if that is his girl now they made okay so that's the brother's wedding mm-hmm. with her family with Rebel's family that's her side but I gotta send you the link cause this give is gonna be give us a tease give us a little tease I, he, no. it's, he, he's no, not budging nothing he's gonna be something confrontational I'll just say that that's yeah. what I'm saying there's a love triangle that's confrontational it's like she has to be there if that's gonna be if that's the new girl and they're separated but you know Rebel like she said but Rebel knows she's boss and she can pull it and I'm pretty sure it's cause he messed something up but you're not but you're not going to come to my house he messed something up? I'm pretty sure he... he oh, it's always a dude? Well, not, not always. always. Yeah. Not always. But this time, Not always. Probably. Majority. Always. Not always. Uh, I mean... So he didn't mess no, up? No, no. You got to watch she the watch this episode. Just, she could just not That's want him guess. like that. She could just want him... Then why are they still married? No, why they, they need a divorce? Yeah, they haven't got a divorce. They yet. haven't got... So she holding on to something. Oh, my God. In their dialogue. In their dialogue. She got to hold on. Why does she have to hold on? Y'all y'all need to travel some more. He can play. He playing devil advocate. Ignore him. This is my thing, No, I'm saying because I know the show. I feel like... <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> well, he won't tell. John, like, hear me though. Oh gosh. I feel like, as a woman, though, okay, hear me. Oh, I feel boy. like we should hold ourselves to a higher regard when it comes to sleeping with a man oh, that we're not tired. with when oh. he has a girlfriend, John. But oh. they're still so in love with each wife. other. Yeah. It's complicated. No but how, complicated. Sway, when he has a girlfriend? See, life is it's, not it's black and white. Life is not black and white. Yeah. It'd be nice it, if it was. We're, we're trying That's to teach. why I'm single. Because yeah. like, what did Rebel say? Like, at least single. you have her trained? Didn't she say that? Uh, come back at the end of the season and we'll we'll have her. She'll, she'll you know, we'll get her. But Rebel say that the girlfriend was trained? Like, she knew better the kind of yeah. Start some stuff. Didn't yeah. exactly. say that? One of my like, favorite parts of the whole. Place? One of my favorite parts <laughs> of that whole scene is like the way she looks over at Tarsha and just says. She says, if she comes over here, I'm going to slap her ass. See, like, I, wrote, I, I, wrote, I wrote all that. Yeah, right? And then, yeah, but then Danielle does this so fly thing. The way she cuts and rolls her eyes. Mm-hmm. But you I'm like, okay? But you guys, that's so black. Just. All of this is woman. happening at a funeral, John. I know, but hey, that's oh, life. It was that's outside. Life. It was that's outside. That's she, we, 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 the casket was feet away still, okay? She, she, she's coming along. We're working on it. All right, well, we're getting close to time, so let's do predictions. You want to do predictions? Sure. Let's predictions. Oh. So yeah. predictions were basically... Oh. You're after Buzz. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Are you here for this? Oh, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it's nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically what we do is after each episode, we kind of elaborate on what we think is going to happen next um, or, you know, the duration of the season. So I don't know. Um, predictions. Um, I'll go first. Um, I am the lead. Okay. <laughs> it's my show. While you're doing that, I'll pour some of the tequila. It is my I was show. Say, like, when are we practicing? Oh, yeah, and we have drinks on deck together. and all this stuff. But anyway, to the, yeah, we shots. have shots going on. Um, predictions. Well, you know what, guys? The hopeless romantic black and white Ugh. person love life in me oh, just wants, you know, I just, I just want Rebel to tell to tell him no. I just want him to say... Tell I just, TJ? Yeah, I just want her that to tell TJ he no. He her back? That's not... That's I want her to tell TJ happen. no. And I'm hoping that they, you know, if they get separated, they get separated. But then if they, you know, try to figure it out, then... Um, oh, they're coming. So not only are they coming from my predictions, but then they're coming from my alcohol intake. But no, I really just hope that either her and TJ get separated and it's that... Or they decide to work things out. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping for, I want her to hold herself into a higher regard. I don't want her, you know, I don't want him coming over and her being like, okay, and then him going back to his girlfriend. So that's, I'm hoping for that. Is that, is that hopeless? Does that happen? Can you tell me a little bit? I think you really need to watch all his movies and just kind of get a, a scope of life. Versus, <sighs> I'm hopeful. Disney. There's nothing wrong with being hopeful. Disney. Listen, I'm not gonna say nothing. Y'all, Beauty and the Beast gonna... is real. <laughs> so, what do you? Uh, let me get my shot. Uh oh. Oh, are we doing a shot? Yeah. yeah. What do you think we're pouring this for? I didn't know. I thought we were just getting oh. okay. Wow. First show I'm leading and we're taking shots. Yeah. All right. Let's so, do what are you cheering to? I'm choosing to. Disney. Um, it um, has been an honor to interview you today, and I'm twice. so glad that you Shadow. got to be here to on After Buzz. To Rebel. Look at him taking it to I'm the head. To the head. All right. I need to get through the day. <laughs> you guys, I'm dying a little bit. Gotta get that tomato. I'm dying. We got we got knowledge on what to do with the tomato. Juice. Oh yeah, you need to tell it, tell it, tell it. Oh, it's, he gets to put his mic on first. Oh. Have to have a little bit. Man, get a little oh, bit. okay. Little I hope bit. they can get a close up with with what's going on here, the magic that's happening. Close up. <laughs> I want them to zoom in. Oh, she's so cute. She is cute. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm good. so, so what's hold on? Well, um. Break down the, the, have, the uh, tomato. Yeah, yeah, the, break it down. Break it down for us. We have the clamato. It's kind of tomato juice. Clamato has a little chaser with the, with, the, um, with the chaser from the uh, with the tequila. And this is how, like in my travels down to Mexico, you know, all the old dons, they wouldn't use clamato, but they use tomato juice, lemon juice, a little bit of lemon peel. Um, I'm not living right. Orange. No, you're not. Orange, little orange, little orange peel. And then they just sit in the sun under under the shade, and they sip tequila all day and have little tomato juice chasers. Yes, you know what I mean. And just like I need to start stay buzzing. Like it doesn't, it, feels like it's right. it doesn't give you a bad hangover and everything. Yeah, that's why you guys are so right. Right. This, this is what this is what you need to do. I think you. This need is what to I do on my boat when I want want to relax and just. Oh yeah, Mr. And Rihanna Diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Mr. Rihanna. Yeah, I think you need to do like a weekly like life according to John. And you need to listen to it because I would. I would need totally to, we need subscribe. To get, catch John. you up, like to life. I would totally subscribe. I would. Yeah, life according to John. Yeah, on the I'm boat. here for it. On the boat. On the boat. Well, yes. um, according to TK, what do you think is going to happen? Uh oh. Man, I love. I mean, I, 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 in my dreams, I want to be an assassin. So I really, I really, oh, really feel okay. okay. Then all right, you cool. No, no, I, 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 I'm learning day by day. My That's friendship with TK. Not surprising to hear it, that all. It's, I know. Yeah, it's not, not surprising. Not even a little. Not, not even, even a little bit. Obviously, not even a little like bit. I haven't been on the Instagram, but it's okay. <laughs> I still like you. Um, I really like the just fact. Like, I, I really, like. <laughs> I like, I like the relationship between. The thing I like about shows like this is that it's real. Like you, all the characters that you've seen, you've seen before in different dynamics. Even the, the relationship between, um, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, even the relationship between like Rebel and TJ. Like, I know people who have that relationship. And it, although you might find it dis- dysfunctional, it might work for some other folks. It's dysfunctional. If they're happy though, because people could be in is a Is she 20- happy though? Is she happy? People could be in a 20 year old marriage and be miserable. Yes. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay. Wow. Touché. All right, true. 
All right. Well, maybe you should subscribe. I'll send you. I'll send you a motivational message <laughs> on a daily basis. Do you see how they treat me? <laughs> I Diego. mean, you need to cut off the Disney, man. Cut off the Di- Disney. Watch, you know watch, some, watch, some, okay, watch, watch higher learning. Listen, watch they, Boys in the Hood. Have you seen Baby, have you seen baby, baby Boy? Boy. Have you seen I baby have, Boy? and that, and it was so my, my yeah. head hurts. Uncut, uncut. Yeah. When, when is the last BBT. time you watched Baby Boy? Uh, oh, I was, I was like, like, is there the a different? Yeah, it was a while ago. Uncut. Watch it again. Watch it again. Because even Baby Boy, like that relationship, just I was just like. Oh, I'm confused. Are y'all saying like that? It happens. It doesn't make it a good thing. Though. It doesn't Thank make you. it a good thing, but Thank it's you. realistic. Are you hearing me? It's, it's realistic. realistic. Yeah, more relationships are probably like that. Then I don't. I don't like the idea that y'all are telling her that she field. has to be like. That. I'm not saying that then she sounds like it. You're not saying accept uh, nonsense. Thank you, D'Angelo, for being on my side. Understand that it exists. Our reality. This is so funny. You know what? Y'all are messed. This is us toned down. Right. It really is. If that's the case, I don't know. I might as well just settle and just get ten cats and. Oh, <laughs> you know what? As long as that makes you happy, name them all the roles <laughs> that, that I dream not, of playing. That will not. That, um, that will not make her happy. Show. Yeah, you need to. You can still just have because hope, that, just because yes, that's hope. not that's not an issue. Just because you have hope and just, just be because realistic. you have an expect, you need to have you need to be realistic. The guy's not going to be coming on a horse because guys don't ride horses anymore. Okay, what about like, a Benz? You know, I ride horses. It's possible. <laughs> John rides horses, so he's going to show up on a horse. I was going to say something very inappropriate, but. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone because I am trying to hold back because you are currently the host. Just know. I really want you to say it. I want to hear it. I know. Everything inside me was just like, oh, y'all just left the window open. The the Caribbean is is coming out. That Caribbean, that salty tongue, that salty tongue is coming out right now. All right, um, two minutes. What what are your your predictions? Uh, You know, I don't know. I hope Rebel just shoots a lot of people. That's all I want to see. I'm excited to see what's going on. Okay, so the overall theme, what do you want people to get from from this amazing um, TV series? Overall, like, what do you want audiences to just leave this season with? Why, why would I say that? There's no reason to watch all the show. They could tell them about that. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to watch the show every week. Okay. And look at the thing and be like, oh my God. I cannot believe they put this shit on TV. There we go. <laughs> That's what they did with the pilot. And just like, you know, just really like, I want them to be like, you know, happy and proud that I did the show. And like, just like my, with my other stuff, I want them to watch every episode five, six times over and then mm-hmm. find something different in it every time. That's, yeah. that's what we worked hard on, you know? Mm-hmm. And really just be in love with the character, um, the main character and the other characters in the show. Right. Yeah, that's really yeah. what we're going for. That's exactly what... We're just what trying to do different shit. Like, you know, most of stuff on TV is like, because there's so many different shows, mm-hmm. but just because there's so many different shows doesn't mean like most of them are good. Mm-hmm. And you look at people of color and there's kind of a sameness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when, um, be real, some white people have their hands in this shit. Mm-hmm. When it's more black people and it's more like really, really like it's more authentic, as we call it, Negroid and just yeah. different. Yeah, it's like whoa. You look at Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. The writing yeah. is so beautiful mm-hmm. because there was nobody in there saying, "Oh no, don't do that." They were like, "Them motherfuckers like do do this shit." And you're watching it, and you're like, "Oh my god, you love it." Yeah. It's a rebel. Mm-hmm. It's a revelation to us, right? Yeah. Right. I want that's. But I want rebel to be that. And I think that the more authentic we are with any of uh, of the stories that we tell. The more everybody, yeah, black people, everybody wants to see it because it's uncut funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know when the shit is cut, you know, it's, you know, you can say whatever it is, alcohol, drugs, whatever. When it's pure sex, whatever it is, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's got to be <laughs> with this with this show and with everything I do. Well, that's I the mean, thing. Like, I don't you know, everything I do. I don't hold the fuck back. If somebody says we say something, we propose it in the room. And you know, the, when the writers are like, "Oh my god!" Like, and they like get nervous. I say, "Okay, we're gonna do it." Just because you had that <laughs> fucking look on your face, yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Then mm-hmm. we gonna go and go there. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's exactly what I saw. What I thought when I saw the commercial for like the very first time when it was rolling, mm-hmm. I looked at it. I was like, "Ooh, they gonna let this on the air? Like a black woman with yes. guns?" Same thing I said. And going That's... after cops because at first with the trailer or whatever I yeah, thought the she trailer. was going after the cops I didn't realize she was a cop at first right. it took me a little minute either way it scared me I was, I was like, like yes. it's, they're, they're gonna allow this on air mm-hmm. and yeah. this goes like I was just amazed because you never saw a character like that right. Right. you always saw you know okay you saw the female, the female cops as black like black women as female cops but not to that mm-hmm. you right. know that, that, mm-hmm. that passion that's cause right. I went into this for like what a 
I don't give a fuck attitude. I was like, I want this shit to be like like nothing anybody's ever seen before. You okay yeah. there? Right. Yeah. Okay well, with the, uh, yeah. With the language? Yeah. I, okay. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm we're on the internet, right? We're on the internet. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 we're totally, they're just coming for me, John. And speaking on that note, I do got, I I'm do sorry if I hurt your ear. No. no, John, you did not. You know, speaking on that note, I do, you guys, tune in to Rebel every, I, I hate you guys, every week, and then come to our after show and see what we're talking about. John Singleton, thank you. I mean, film director, screenwriter, producer, the whole thing, it's been an honor to just interview you today. Still I'm just, you know, I'm just forever grateful for this opportunity. I so you, hope you learned some lessons. I, I, I well, okay. Watch yeah. Baby Boy. I don't even want to yes. hear from you until yeah. you watch Baby Boy get uncut. Watch it as homework. an adult. Watch it yes. as an adult. Yes. Watch it and watch it uncut on DVD or streaming like, and everything. Well, keep me the, lifted the because heart, I don't. The heart R radio. I don't want a relationship like Baby Boy. And you can uh. find me. My name is <laughs> my name is Ava Hill, and you can find me on Instagram at the Ava Hill. You don't want a Jody? <laughs> no. You don't I want don't. a Jody? Nobody That's wants a Jody. That's too much going on. I had a Jody. I don't want Jesus. I do not. I do not have time. We're gonna find you a Jody. We're gonna find you a Jody. We just gonna get her somebody. Change no. your whole, we're gonna change your whole shit up and get you a Jody. No, John. You see how you see how they do me. Lenisha, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Lenisha oh, underscore thirty three. Woo. Well, both God. these ladies need Jodies, so hit them no, up. No, we don't. I don't want a Jody. Hit them up. My name is not a Jody. My name is TK Trinidad. I will be glad to facilitate the relationships for y'all. Oh my God! So you can hit me up at, and you know, give you some counseling. You can hit me up at TK Trinidad, just the letter TK Trinidad, like the country. Oh man, you guys can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at D'Angelo D E A N J I L O. Oh, yes. and I'm at John Singleton on IG. Woo! Or uh, or Shaft six eight one six on Facebook. Boom. I mean, Boom. I mean on um. On, on Twitter yeah. and Hit then me on my IG because I need some followers oh yeah we got you I followed you I know you yeah um shout out to Black Jones uh CC Freak and um Lope 121 especially CC Freak don't you want you want me to get into this kind of stuff right we need to start embracing names like CC Freak but anyway alright guys see you next week I knew you had it in you she was so not done oh we not done we're not done guys from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz, <laughs> later. You know who Mr. Marcus is. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.